This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Diversion Audio A note. This episode contains descriptions of violence and torture that may be disturbing for some audiences. Please take care in listening. This series is based on historical characters and real events. Some dialogue has been imagined for dramatic purposes when no primary source material is available. Father Akon had heard the words a thousand times. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been three years since my last confession. As the priest listened, he considered the turns his life had taken that led him to this moment. He joined the clergy a few years earlier with a call to serve the people. But now, as he sat outside an isolated prison cell near Paris, meeting with anonymous prisoners, he wasn't listening for sins. He was listening for secrets. 
The prisoner continued, listing his personal failings. A scandalous affair, a broken marriage, dishonesty, lustful thoughts. Believing the Germans would execute him in a few months, he bared his soul to the priest in hopes of spiritual redemption. But Father Akal wasn't interested in saving this man's soul. You have a pattern of disloyalty, my son. Have you also been disloyal to Germany? The man in the cell spit at the priest's feet, ranting and raving against the Nazi occupation. Father Akon listened patiently. After the prisoner had worn himself out, Akon pressed forward, frightening the man with ghost stories about the hell that awaited him if he didn't come clean. Unburden yourself with the truth and save your soul. How have you been disloyal to Germany, my son? Then the prisoner cracked. There is a plan here in the prison to help Pierre de Boncourt escape. And tell me, who is involved in this plan? Finally, the man who went by Father Akon had found the secret he was after. It was June 1942, and just a few months earlier, the Nazis had captured British spy Pierre de Vamcourt. Vamcourt was a top agent with Britain's Special Operations Executive, or SOE. He was responsible for leading a network of French resistors and British agents in the Nazi-occupied regions of France. And his capture was considered a major victory for German secret intelligence. He had since become the celebrity inmate in the prison. The Gestapo had known Vamkor's arrest would light up the resistance. He was a man full of secrets. And if the Brits didn't rescue him quickly, years of British strategy would become known to the Germans, and they would have to start from scratch. The Nazis had difficulty persuading the prisoners to give up any information they had, and so they opted for a more emotional approach. They informed them of their execution dates and sent in Father Akon to give them one final shot at redemption. One of them took the bait. Where are you going, Father? You have not absolved me of my sins. Father! Father! The priest promptly notified his Nazi superiors of the escape plan. The prisoners involved were quickly executed. Vamkor was moved to solitary confinement and then transferred to a concentration camp by the end of the year. The priest expected some kind of promotion for his hard work. He'd been interrogating prisoners for weeks. Instead, the SS would broadcast a different message. Return immediately. You have a new target. I'm Stephen Talty, and from Diversion, this is Good Assassins Season 2. Being killed would be the easy part. Being tortured would be the hard part. Our intel suggests she is behind many of the prison bricks all over the country. She is dangerous. So sabotage, 
plus a little espionage, paramilitary operations, make things blow up. A message for Captain Barbie. I believe I have found the nest of the limping lady. Episode 3, The Priest. The Vichy government begins to intensify its exclusionary policies over the years and its repression of resistors, of communists, of Jews, etc. That's Dr. Ludivine Brock from previous episodes. She's a scholar of World War II French history from the University of Westminster. At the start of the war, there were about 300,000 Jews living in France. Once Nazis occupied the country, the government began collecting data, like addresses and names, of the Jews currently living there. In the summer of 1942, using these lists, the French police began rounding up Jews across the country. In total, about 76,000 get deported between 1942 and 1944. More than half of those get deported in that single summer of 1942. You have thousands of Jews, of Jewish men, women, and children who are interned into this Valdiv, who are taken from their homes, dragged from their homes, and brought to this Valdiv, and then transferred to a camp. Now, this is a very visible process. It's also very clear that it's the French police. They need the alliance of the French police in order to carry out this crime. This very public atrocity set off widespread alarm and outrage. And as Dr. Brock adds, Not only does the French police help with the mass roundup of over 10,000 Jews in July 1942, but it also transports Jews who are interned into camps in the south of France, in the free zone. It transfers them to Drancy, which is also known as the antechamber to Auschwitz, which is the biggest internment camp for, for Jews in, in France at the time. And it, it basically hands over its foreign Jews to, to the Germans. The romantic city of Paris was stained with blood and violence. In addition, living conditions had deteriorated in the years since the Germans invaded in 1940. Food was scarce, local transit uprooted, the economy tarnished, and violence all too common. And there were the rebels to deal with. Hidden around the country, British and French agents telegraphed secret German plots back to the UK hoping to give the English a much-needed edge against Hitler's forces. One of the Nazi operatives tasked with uncovering the underground spy networks was Robert Alesh, a Luxembourger priest better known in France by his alias, Father Robert Acombe. At the start of the war, he'd actually aligned himself first with the French and worked hiding immigrant Jews from the Germans in his parish. He was never named an official with any particular agency, but Robert Alesh became instrumental in the spy networks, connecting refugees and other agents to safe houses throughout the country. But when the Nazis took over France, they captured Alesh and made him a simple offer, become a double agent or be sent to the camps. He didn't hesitate, and immediately began turning over what he knew to the SS. We know you are in there. Do not resist. 
The subsequent raids, arrests, and executions that Lesh's deadly work made possible set British intelligence back months. In an effort to maintain some anonymity while he worked in the field, Alesh began going by a calm. So as an intelligence officer, I tell people, when I did the work, I never was comfortable. I always had a level of discomfort. That's Chris Costa, the executive director of the International Spy Museum. He worked as an intelligence officer for 25 years. I just could not afford to be overconfident. So the only time I could rest is when I was home, I was recovered, and the operation was successful or complete. But even then, even to this day, I reflect back, and I don't know how many surveillance I might have missed somewhere along the way. And I don't know if subsequently some of our sources weren't compromised years later or people that I met with and trained. I, I, I don't know if many of the, my Iraqi counterparts are alive or dead. I can say the same thing for many of my Afghan partners that I worked with or I trained. And I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't scared. There's no sense of false bravado. There are times where it's just scary. That's Karen Schaefer, another former intelligence operative, reflecting on the taxing nature of spy work. When you're out on the streets, I mean, it is a solitary job more often than not. I mean, yes, you can work with others. You might have joint operations. But generally speaking, it's a solitary life. It necessarily takes its toll on you physically, emotionally, mentally, absolutely. There's no question that it does. I would say for most of us, it's offset by the incredible sense of mission, the incredible sense of contribution. Alesh, on the other hand, didn't have that same sense of mission, that sense of duty. He was doing this because he gave in. He was fully collaborating with the Nazis. Alesh's time as a priest served him well in his search for Jews and Allied spies. He was a relatively handsome man, aged 35 in 1942, and considered approachable and friendly. He would attempt to establish rapport with those he interrogated, and was soon favored by the SS as a top hunter. After uncovering the plot to break Pierre de Vamcourt out of prison, he embarked to Dijon, France where he'd learned the details of his next mission from his Nazi handlers. It was in Dijon where Lesh first met, and there's really no other way to put this, one of the most evil men in history, the head of the local Gestapo, Klaus Barbie. I'll introduce you to Barbie after the break. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. 
from herbology to naturopathy and health coaching. Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Klaus Barbie was the head of the Gestapo in Lyon in 1943. So by this point, the situation in France is pretty bad, it's quite tense. That's Ludovic Brock again, the French World War II historian. His mission is to suppress resistors and Jews. That's what he's supposed to do. And that's exactly what he's going to carry out. I think he probably causes the deportation slash death of over 10,000 people, maybe almost 15,000 people. Barbie was so ferocious, he earned the nickname the Butcher of Lyon. In one particularly galling case, Barbie discovered and deported 50 children between the ages of 5 and 12 who were hiding out in an orphanage. The captured children were sent to their deaths at Auschwitz. In the following clip from our interview with Ms. Brock, she makes an interesting and horrific point about Klaus Barbie, his Nazi police force, and their, quote, zeal for their genocidal work. It's interesting that the word zeal comes up a lot in the archives. He's going to carry out his mission of, you know, suppressing Jews and resistance groups with great zeal. And if, if they act with zeal, it's more problematic. You know, if you're not just following orders. Hello, Captain Bobby? Herr Alesh. It's good to finally meet you. Heil Hitler. Heil Hitler. I have been reading reports. Mm. Yes, you've been the kind of busy this country needs, mein Freund. <laughs> it's a rewarding job to impress the Gestapo. <laughs> ah, what I would give for an army of men with your attitude. We have so many bouncing about in the streets playing police. No real respect. 
They salute straight and enjoy the work, but... Uh, in you, I see the pride. This is what I am looking for. Thank you, sir. Are you familiar with the city of Lyon, Herr Alesh? Or would you prefer Abbe? Either title, sir. And yes, I'm familiar. Have you heard of this, uh, woman, this, uh, they call her the Limping Lady? No, I haven't. The Zisha Heidensteins talk about her. She struts all over town with an injured leg. A major asset to the resistance. Our intel suggests she is behind many of the prison bricks all over the country. She is dangerous. Hmm. English? French? We believe she is Canadian. And that is the extent of what we know. But she has become an effective replacement for Vomkor. And we cannot have another of him running around. I would like you to go to Lyon and sniff her out. Use any method you deem necessary. I found that engaging in good conversation is often enough. If there's more work to be done in Lyon beyond this woman, I don't want to leave the impression we are animals. Hmm? Animals. <laughs> yes. So many of our men are animals. Animals are mindless. They attack to eat, to fill their bellies, and then they set on their way to find more. You and I, we are not beasts. We are philosophers, thinkers, with responsibilities. We exterminate these Jewish rats for the good of others, for our children. Never let yourself falter in madness or become a machine. These hands of yours kill, but only because it is our duty, Alesh. They belong to a man, never an animal. Now, go kill that woman. As Alesh made his way into Lyon by train, he thought about what he knew of Klaus Barbie and his methods of interrogation. He'd never witnessed them himself, but they'd become infamous. I should note for you, here's where I tell you a bit about tactics that can only be described as torture. So take care in listening. Rumors abounded that an interrogation from Klaus Barbie meant the skin on your hands would be peeled off, starting at the fingertips and then doused with scalding hot water. There are reports Barbie would hang his subjects on meat hooks inserted through their shoulder blades and dump them into ice buckets to keep them conscious during questioning. He had specially made handcuffs with inward-facing spikes that would crank into the wrist with the turn of the key. Every method was effective, though Alesh believed the horrifying legend of Klaus Barbie had already gotten around France. Everyone he encountered would have their guard up, and Alesh liked to work in a different way. Now in Lyon, Alesh had to figure out his first move. He had burned through most of his old resistance contacts two years earlier so he'd have to start from scratch. 
he'd have to put a lot of miles into actual footwork and observe the people around him. He realized quickly he couldn't approach people as an intimidating Nazi. He had to play the part of the kind priest. At the time, the Catholic Church in France officially supported the new Vichy regime. There was a kind of sense that authoritarian regimes with top-down authority are interested in working with the Catholic Church. That's Thomas Kesselman, a professor emeritus at Notre Dame University who specializes in French religious history. In the summer of 1940, after Patan took power, the leaders of the Catholic Church welcomed the new authoritarian government with seemingly open arms. So there's a long-standing hostility between Republican regimes in France and the Catholic Church going back to the French Revolution. And the Third Republic, which began in 1870 and lasted till 1940, they officially separated church and state. So if you're a bishop or a priest in 1940 and the Republic is collapsing, you're not going to feel bad about that. And you might even embrace, as in fact the French religious leadership did, an alternative regime. Their, their concern is to protect their own interests. And leaders of the church reaped the benefits. So in the early years of the Vichy regime especially, Catholics were appointed to high positions for the first time in the Third Republic. And so the regime is reaching out to bring Catholics in, and they are happy to come on board. Although the official line of the Catholic Church was one of support, dissent still endured. Resistance to the regime from inside the Catholic Church grows in the 40s, but it grows from the bottom up and not from the top down. One of the precipitating events was the government roundup of Jews in the summer of 1942. The regime doesn't defend its Jewish citizens and that is a principal factor, as I have said already, uh, for the, the creation of both general resistance, but also Catholic resistance in particular. It is important to note, however, the top leaders of the Catholic Church remained steadfast, at least publicly, in their support of the Vichy regime. Active resistors remained a small minority. Alesh's background is a man of God pointed him in the direction of parishes, where he offered himself as a substitute priest and an additional hand in services. Once he had access to a confessional booth, he began to work the way he had with the prisoners, balancing empathy and understanding with well-chosen moments for guilt and pressure. Oh my God, that's one of the worst things a Catholic priest can do. In our interview with Kasselman, we explained Alesh's methods for uncovering resistance secrets. Kasselman walked us through the gravity of what Alesh was doing, the sacred code he was violating. In a confessional... It's absolutely between you and your confessor. Your confessor can't tell anybody anything, superiors, nothing. It's a sacred bond linking the confessor with his confessee. Confession is what guarantees Catholics who are sinners. It's their get-out-of-jail card. I mean, it's what allows them to think, I'm not going to hell. 
And so somebody who's committed a murder, blown up, sabotaged a, a train of Germans and killed them, let's say, and feel like, oh, I kill people, I got to confess that. I'm just playing out a scenario here. He goes to this priest and says, I blew up a train and I don't want to go to hell, so can you absolve me? And he said, what train? Can you say, you know? So from the point of view of the person going to confession, this priest is going to absolve me from my sins uh, and and allow me to go to heaven and avoid eternal hellfire. And he's thinking, this guy's going to give me intelligence I could bring to the Germans. We don't know what was going on in his mind, but his behavior is, is shocking. It was through these base methods that Lesh found the nugget of information he was looking for. Forgive me, my son, but I feel as though I have not done enough in this war. If there were a way to get involved, what would you suggest? Do you know a doctor named Jean Rousset? Ah, I do not. He is helpful to the resistance. We have just lost a man to the Nazis who acted as a courier of sorts. And Rousset needs another. Ah. But the job would require travel. Hmm. Where can I find this Rousset? Dr. Jean Rousset was a French gynecologist who had become a major anchor point for the French resistance since the German occupation. Rousset was at the center of the web, with connections to allies, spies, refugees, and safe houses. While he was recognized by the resistance and British intelligence, he didn't have an official title. He believed he could do more as a citizen. To Robert Alesh, Dr. Rousset had the potential to be a goldmine of information and could undoubtedly lead him to the location and identity of his target, the limping lady. Alesh quickly informed Klaus Barbie of Dr. Rousset and told the Gestapo they'd already captured the doctor's courier unknowingly in a previous raid. If they could discover which of their prisoners was this courier, they could use the information against Dr. Rousset and infiltrate the resistance. The Gestapo went to work, combing through arrest files and interrogating their captives until they found the spy. Through this prisoner, they were able to learn code words that would give the Nazis access to Dr. Rousset, but they failed to retrieve any information on the limping lady. Alesh asked the prisoner to write a letter to Rousset, telling him a replacement courier that he could trust would contact him soon. After the break, Robert Alesh executes his opening move. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, 
you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So if you're part of the resistance, A, you want to keep it quiet. That's Ludovic Brock again, talking about the risks of joining the French resistance. If you get find out, you will get arrested, interned, put into a prison, and possibly eventually deported. They try to torture confessions out of many people, and you can be executed. But they also, they also do retaliations. When a German officer is murdered, there will be retaliation. So the stakes are very, very high. And they get even higher by 1944. Any hint at resistance is shut down. You have a famous case called Oradour, where everyone gets killed in the village, and the village gets burnt down and entirely destroyed out of retaliation for resistance acts. The Gestapo gave Alesh microfilm of old German plans, knowing that the courier was expected to deliver new information to the resistance but they also had to give him some small amount of fresh intel too, knowing this would ensure Alesh could develop a relationship with the enemy. If Alesh was successful and both Dr. Rousset and the limping lady were arrested, Klaus Barbie would come to Lyon himself and set up operations. Alesh saw this only in selfish terms and what this could mean for his own career. So he set out, again adopting the persona of Father Akam. Oui? It's Father Akan. Have you treated the cats on the roof? Alesh had arrived at Dr. Rousset's home and immediately engaged the man in code. 
Yes, but they won't take brandy. Come in, my friend. <laughs> you have the package from Paris? Uh, yes, it's microfilm. You're late, you know. The Gestapo stopped me in the cafe where I was waiting. I felt I couldn't move or they would search me. You're new at this. <laughs> Hoping to get better. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. I was worried about Etienne. We thought he had been arrested. His letter was a comfort. Yes, I believe he's become ill. Ill? He didn't say anything about that? Uh, yes, but would he? <laughs> you know Etienne? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, I... I hope he improves. Is there anything you want me to take back? To Paris? No. But Marie may. Marie? Here, I'll give you the address. Same code to enter. She'll be easy to spot. She has a bit of a limp. A limp? Hmm. She'll be the one to pay you as well. And so, Alesh received his first hard evidence of the existence of the limping lady. And with that, Robert Alesh and Virginia Hall began a game of cat and mouse. Coming up this season on Good Assassins. You're offering me a post. I don't exactly have an elegant hiring history with intelligence agencies. Keep your hands up, Cuthbert! The best Nazi is a dead Nazi, but let's win the war first, shall we? You'll be very busy, both aiding our men and gathering intel from the Nazis. She has a limp. Yeah, interesting. Indeed, a limp. If you have any questions for us about Good Assassins, if you're curious about some aspect of Virginia Hall's story, or have any comments on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at goodassassins at diversionaudio.com. Make sure you spell assassins correctly. Again, that's goodassassins at diversionaudio.com. We'll try to answer your questions on a future episode. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at diversionpods, Good Assassins is a production of Diversion Audio in association with iHeart Podcasts. This season is hosted by Stephen Talty and written by C.D. Carpenter. Produced and directed by Kevin Thompson for Real Jetpacks Productions. Story editing by Jacob Bronstein with editorial direction from Scott Waxman. Additional research and reporting by Sophie McNulty. Theme music by Tyler Cash. Featuring the voices of Michaela Iscardo, Rafael Corkill, Lena Klingeman, John Pierkis, Andrew Polk, Orla Cassidy, Manuel Falciano, Sean Gormley, Matthew Ament, and Steve Routman. Sound design, mixing, and mastering by Paul Goodrich. Sound editing by Justin Kilpatrick. Executive producers Jacob Bronstein, Mark Francis, and Scott Waxman for Diversion Audio. Version Audio.
Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.